Want to grow your business and take it to the next level? Well, here we all are. And we're going to show you how through hard work, perseverance, and a little help and know-how, you can take things to the next level and push the success of your business even further. Let's get going. Hey guys, welcome to the Life Upgrade Podcast and this is your host for Fulfillment Obey. Today I want to talk about something of the books that could be beneficial to your financial life. Remote work, aka working from home. If you've heard this before, you may probably be thinking it's only meant for people who only want linear jobs and are not really serious about their professional life. But that's just a misconception. You can work remotely and earn millions of dollars if you know what you are doing. In fact, it is the perfect opportunity for those who want to do great things with your lives as it gives you more time and flexibility to manage your daily activities and reduce the pressure of workplace activities. For managers and employers, having people work from home can change your company or business forever and help you save costs on so many levels. And we're going to be talking about this in details. So let's dive deep into the episode. in because we're set up switched on and ready to go Remote work has become a transformative trend in the contemporary workforce landscape. A mirror of statistics highlights its growing significance. According to a survey conducted by Global Workplace Analytics, remote work has seen a staggering of 159% increase in the United States alone from 2005 to 2017. This surge is attributed to various factors, including advancement in technology, changing attitude towards work, and the pursuit of a better work-life balance. Productivity has been a focal point in the remote work discussion. A two-year study by Prodoscore analyzed data from more than 13,000 users and found that remote workers witnessed a 47% increase in productivity. This counters the common misconception that working from home might lead to a decline in output. In fact, companies embracing remote work often experience not only increase in productivity but also cost saving related to office space and operational expenses. Employee satisfaction is another critical aspect. Pufa State of Remote Work report reveals that 97 percent of respondents would recommend remote work to others. The flexibility offered by remote arrangement is a key contribution to this positive sentiment, enabling employees to tailor their work environment to suit their preference. Let's talk more about the benefits of remote work. Take advantage of flexible working hours. Before the internet, new parents didn't have much of a choice when it comes to being with their babies during the day or holding a full-time job. Now, parents can spend more time with their children while doing their jobs from home. No trade-off necessary. For those without kids, the freedom of flexible working hours means that you can sleep in if you are not a morning person or work into the night if that's your preference. Just make sure to draw a clear line between work and your personal life. You can work from anywhere. The beauty of a remote working setup is that you can literally work from anywhere, your couch, a coffee shop, poolside or from another part of the world as long as it has internet connection. There's no dress code since you can work from anywhere. What you wear doesn't necessarily matter unless you 
have an important client meeting. And even then, as long as your top half look professional, you're good to go. So yes, one of the perks of working remotely is that pants are optional and pajamas are encouraged. You will inevitably learn new skills. If you are a remote worker who work for themselves as part of your transition, you will have to pick up new skills that aren't necessarily part of your core expertise, such as bookkeeping, project management, and even a little legalese. If you are working for a company that lets you work remotely, you will be also learning new methods of communication and project management skills to bridge the physical gap between you and other team members. You can save money and the earth. For many in today's workforce, the prospect of a daily multi-hour commute is enough to make you count down to Friday as soon as Monday rolls around. Time spent in your car or public transport can be made productive, but it can't make up for the time taken away from your family. Who wouldn't want to get that time? Not to mention all the money spent on gas, train ticket, and so on. Now, we're going to talk about the drawbacks of working remotely. Every rose has its turn. Working remotely seems like a dream come true, but it comes with a few gotchas. You will deal with limited social interaction. If you're someone who likes to indulge in gossip around the water cooler, going on lunch dates and meeting new people around the office, working remotely may not be for you. While you're still meeting and interacting with clients, many of these conversations take place over cell phones or video chats, not in a conference room or coffee shop. Be sure those living in the cubicle life often complain of distraction in the form of regular interaction but sometimes distractions are preferable to isolation. The next thing you must understand is that everything is on you. If you're working remotely for yourself, you'll be taxed with finding leads, pitching and closing prospects, then doing the actual work, taking care of your finances and managing your time all without the oversight of a boss or the assistance of another department. There are so many distractions, it's another problem. Many fantasize about the prospect of working remotely but can't actually see themselves doing it. They just don't have the ability to self-manage without letting distraction get in the way. If you don't think you can act on your as your own boss, remote work may be a recipe for disaster when it comes to growing your career. You'll probably run into some communication problem. If you're working with a remote team, it may be made up of different members from different countries operating in different time zones. Getting everyone together and on the same page may be hard. And to that, understanding different cultural contexts, you may act in a way that could be offensive to others from different cultures, as well as communication problems centering around the words and meaning that may be misconstructed. Now, we're going to talk about productivity tips for working remotely and having a best remote work experience. The following tips will help you to find this balance and with designing your ideal productive situation. Number one, have a dedicated workspace and working hours. Flexible working condition may mean excuses and distraction when it comes to actually getting work done. So it is important to establish some semblance to offer routine as soon as possible, which Without this, you'll constantly be tempted to do other things and before you know it, your whole day will be gone. Number two, you don't necessarily need a home office to be successful when it comes to working remotely. An area or room where your roommates or family members know not to disturb you and ideally where there's a door and you can shut is sufficient. Many remote workers find that having a dedicated workspace is helpful in making a distinction that when you are in this area, you mean business and when you're out of it, you're not working. If working from home isn't 
isn't an option, try finding the best place to work outside of your home. Be it a coffee shop, library, co-working space, just to name a few. If you like working in peace, working in the library would be a great choice, but it wouldn't be a good match for someone that constantly has to make calls. Consider the nature of your out-of-home workspace and aim to find a fit in terms of your normal daily routine. Number two, getting rid of distraction. Distractions are the biggest hindrance to productivity, especially for remote workers. Although dated, a 2006 salary.com survey found that the average employee wastes about two hours per day due to distraction. These productivity losses cost companies about $544 billion a year. It's probably fair to assume that these numbers have steadily risen since then, as more and more distractions are constantly introduced into our daily life. The first step to overcoming your distraction is to do a time audit to understand where you might be wasting your time. You can use a time tracking tool like Rescue Time or Memorigi to track your time spent on certain websites and other categories. After you've identified how you spend your time, you can proactively take it back by scheduling tasks that you must complete on a daily basis in time blocks like checking emails. Speaking of emails, according to King Global Institute, people spend 13 hours on email each week on average, which equates to 28% of their entire work week. When you are scheduling time blocks, be realistic about how much time you allot to different tasks. Aim to overestimate your involvement in various tasks and projects and make room for delay and unexpected occurrences. If you finish in less time than scheduled, then you can have extra time to do chores, errands, or rest. Number three, hire the right people. When you start out working for yourself in a remote environment, you will likely try to do everything on your own. But when you are diligent in getting clients and these happy clients recommend your service to others, you will inevitably become swamped and will need help staying above waters. Thanks to the hyper-connected world we live in, it can be easy to find fellow virtual workers to help your cause at any price point. If you are trying to keep costs low, you might consider virtual workers from countries with lower cost of living. And the trade-off is that you may have to deal with cultural and communication barriers as well as different time zones. When you deal with the people accepting the low rates, understand that sometimes the quality of work is also sacrificed. While there are many virtual assistance horror stories, there are also people that are happy with their remote team. No matter how you find connectors, hiring the right people for your team is crucial. The wrong people can do more harm than doing everything yourself because when you hire employees, you will be managing them in addition to your own workload. This can be tricky, especially for people that are control freaks and who aren't so good at dealing with other people. Togo recommends hiring employees who meet these three criteria. One, they have a history of self-management. Good self-management can motivate themselves and work with minimal supervision. They have a good support system. Working remotely can be lonely. Aim to hire teammates who have proven that they are up to the tax and who have support at home. Three, they have good writing skills. Since much of the communication made between remote team members is text-based, you want to work with people who can articulate themselves properly. Now, let's talk about tax management system to consider when you're working remotely. There are several ways to prioritize tax, but we'll focus on a few of the most popular framework. Number one, the ancient hire box. This method involves categorizing tax into four quadrants based on urgency and importance. Number two is the Pomodoro technique. Break your work into intervals, traditionally 25 minutes in length, separated by a short break. And number three, eat the frog. Tackle your most challenging tax first, often the ones you are most likely to procrastinate. Now, let's talk about tools for working remotely from home. Zapier says that there are three ingredients of 
successful remote work setup, which are team, tool, and process. Since you can't really control other people, focus on controlling your tools and processes. Another productivity hack when it comes to working remotely is to use the best tool available to you. With so many different tools for remote work currently available in the market, it is hard to not find something that suits your need. Here are some of the most popular tools for working remotely. Before we talk about this, I want to introduce you to my private community, a place for great minds, great people, and those with the belief that they can move mountains with their decision and change the world. In my private community, we offer support, test ideas, and provide you with necessary tools to change your life, business, and goals. So if you want to join that community or want to be part of it, please check out the, the link in the description below, which is called Fulfillment Culture. Now, going back to the tools we can use for remote work, accounting and invoicing. We have QuickBook. QuickBook connects you with, with your bank account so you can easily keep track of your business expenses. You can also use QuickBook to send invoice and pay employees using payroll feature. Many of those working remotely for companies overseas are seen as independent contractors. In this situation, it can be wise to hire a CPA that's certified public accountant or work solely with workers in this situation, letting them handle payroll and all relevant tax paperwork can help reduce your stress come tax time. Number two is cloud storage and here we have Google Drive. With almost everyone having access to free Google accounts, it makes the most sense to use this cloud solution to store your files and access them whenever you go. Google Drive comes with 15 gig of free storage with the option to proceed more if needed. The Google Office Suite, Google Workspace, which includes a word processor, spreadsheet, and presentation marker of software tools. They allow you to share files and collaborate with each other in real time. Number three is communication, and we have Skype and Slack. Costs can quickly add up when you need to make frequent local and international, international calls. The remote workers' answers to this potential problem is Skype, which allows them to make unlimited audio or video calls and even conference calls as long as you have stable internet connection. Jan Hofer, founder and CEO of Planio, recommended text-based tool for communication especially if you work with a team member living in other countries text-based communication tool can keep calling them whenever a problem arises using text-based communication tool help make things clearer because you have the opportunity to think through everything you need to say then read over and edit your message for clarity number four is project management and here we have asana though there are several project management tools available in the market depending on your needs you will be hard pressed to find something that has features as robust as Asana. Asana is a perfect tool for those working with clients. You might opt to choose another tool to keep track of your own project. If you need something simpler, Trello is a great alternative. So those are the basic tools that can help you if you want to work remotely and you can make research for others and I believe you'll find something that suits your need. Now, let's talk about some tips you can use to practice self-care and create a sustainable remote working environment and situation. Remember your why. Remember the reason you started working from home. Was it to spend more time with your family? To have more time to go on vacations? Evaluate whether or not you are on track with this goal. If not, you may need to rethink your work habit or hire help to reduce your workload. Number two, take frequent breaks. Many things that breaks are counterproductive when you could otherwise be doing a lot of things without time. But taking breaks has been proven to increase productivity by preventing decision fatigue, increasing creativity, and improving learning. If you are still concerned about wasted time, why not take a productive 
creative break to do chores like load a, va- a batch of laundry, do the dishes or vacuum. Getting up from time to time to move is also important for your health. Number four, eat properly and exercise. When you're beyond busy with work, it can be tempting to take the easy road and order takeout. But one of the advantages of working from home is that you have the opportunity to prepare healthier food and owning your time means that you can cover time off your schedule for a workout. You need to care for yourself because you are all you got. And because reactive healthcare is expensive, investing in the stand-up ex- or an exercise or is another great way to break up the monotony of sitting all day. Number five, wind down at the end of the day. Just because you don't have fixed working hours or something telling you to go home, at the end of the day does not mean you should just continue working until your body gives out. Set healthy boundaries. Work will always be there when you wake up in the morning. And remember, your work won't love you back. So use this time to connect with your loved ones. Number six, professional development. Aside from keeping your body in the spine, you also have to feed your mind. Invest in further learning, attend classes, even online classes and conferences. It's never too late to learn something new. Number seven, reward yourself. You work hard so you deserve to treat yourself for a job well done every now and then. It can be as simple as something as small as chocolate bar you are craving or something huge like a vacation you've always wanted to go on. It does not even have to be material. Maybe a dinner out with a friend is just what you need. Just remember not to make it a regular thing and the treat comes after results. Delayed gratification can help build willpower and can even give you that extra push to finish your work in the quickest time possible. In the next episode, we'll be talking about where to find remote work and how you can actually set up a remote team for your business or your company. So if you've listened to this episode, thank you so much for listening to this very moment. We would love to hear from you. So email us if you have any, any complaint or you want us to help you or assist you with something that has to do with your business or your work. Or you can head over to a publication and leave a comment. All the necessary links you need will be in the description of this episode. If you're a person of faith and you want to consider growing your relationship with God, please check out my other podcast, which is called the Living Flames of Fire podcast. If you are more into short form content under three minutes, then I would love you to consider subscribing to my other podcast, which is called the Life Upgrade Shortcast. This is a sub podcast of the Life Upgrade podcast. So with that being said, have a blessed and beautiful week ahead. episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.